Baker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 357. Today we're talking about WordPress block library, and we're all uh, very much so dressed appropriately in our blockheads. Let's go around the room real quick and uh, get everyone introduced. Um, Cosper. Uh, Cosper, is it? do we have to put like Cosper blockhead at the end? Is, is that what it is? Cosper, how about you? Tell us about yourself. Y'all know who it is, Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg, uh, just here to talk some blocks today. So let's uh, let's get on those block rocking beats. I want to. I just need you to know that my a new goal that just popped up, like a little in my achievement list, is to get Matt Mullenweg to call you Fat Mullenweg, like that. <laughs> <laughs> at the same the word. Yeah, that like, just popped up, and it was like you know, like in the Goose Game, it's like new. Oh, uh, state of the word would be epic. Yep. He wouldn't do that though. The, the, yeah, anyway. But okay. Steve, how about you introduce yourself? Tell us about yourself. Was that me? Yeah, Steve, go for it. I am <laughs> Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. <laughs> Good to have you. Say, how about you? Tell us about yourself. <sighs> um, <laughs> I am just playing with my mouth. Um, my. <laughs> Hey, Reed, and I make WordPress speech for best teach WordPress. Mm, that's a Reed Media. Not all the things. I'm happy to be here. How about you, Russ? Y'all know who it is. <laughs> I've been over here for a little bit. It's a blog directory. You know who I am. <laughs> oh my God. I, can't, I can't do this with a serious thing. Like, I'm Russell oh. Aaron. I do things with WordPress and like the welcome to to the block i guess is this what it's gonna be like is it gonna be in this kind of grid like does anybody know what this thing looks like (laughs) (laughs) it looks pretty awesome i'm jason tucker you can find me over at jason tucker on twitter my website is jasontucker.blog i do the show as well as another show called wp blab we had the one and only russell aaron on the show today Russ, is that any relation and so yeah we had a we had a good time over there um hanging out talking about uh like funding, uh, funding your um, open source projects um, by uh, being employed. So yeah, we talked about that. That was a that was a lot of a lot of good fun, and it was uh, wow, I liked it. So anyhow, I do want to let you know that this, yeah, right. I do want to let you know that uh, this episode of WP Water Cooler is brought to you by ServerPress, makers of desktop server. They make local WordPress development easy. Go check them out over at serverpress.com. Thank you very much for Mark Dude. and his team for helping us out. We appreciate it. Dude, I got to say, we had uh, we had him uh, explaining WP Site Sync on the meetup on Monday. Yeah, awesome, yeah. How'd that go? Awesome, awesome product. You absolutely need to check that out. Uh, we got to have him come on the show and, and discuss it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll make sure to put a link in uh, show notes um, over because I, I did see you guys uh, did get that posted <laughs> over on uh, – <laughs> is it is, is it available on YouTube or is it only on the Facebook uh, Facebook? Uh, I put it on YouTube. You can you can link it. Perfect. It's on the YouTube. Oh man, I I, I love that. I have no idea like what anyone's actually looking like. It's just some crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. making faces. <laughs> I know. You're like, fun, fun fun fact: Steve actually has more YouTube videos than blog posts. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a Steve uh, YouTube video. Never I want to see a blog post either. But no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a private <laughs> channel. I'll send you the link. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about block libraries. Uh, you you guys have been um, you know pit, you pitched this idea of talking about block libraries. I don't use Gutenberg 
at all. I haven't used oh, Gutenberg at all. So, no, I haven't like, at all. Such a Luddite. I'm going to say, listen, I, and I know we've talked about it a lot on this show. Gutenberg's great. It's great, man. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Gutenberg allows you, if you string them together right, you can actually make old, terrible themes do things. Um, great again? Yeah. No, I'm not going to say that, right. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh yeah you can basically do that because you can you know you just call up you know things about a template that are tangled together or whatever and you just call up a blank template you can actually you know make some stuff happen on the page and your client can do things that they've been trying to do for the past i don't know 10 years and um you don't have to necessarily reinvent the wheel if they can't afford to reinvent the wheel at the moment or they're not able to reinvent can the i just tell you how great it is not having to tell people to put the YouTube link to embed the video online. Now you just say, click this block and sit here and hit embed it. And it does it like that is so much better than saying, okay, Jason hit a break tag. Oh, you don't know what a break tag is. Okay. Open bracket. Like this is easier. I've actually, I found that exact same thing. Once, once I've shown my clients how to add a block, how to edit blocks and sort of the basics, they're they're done. Like they're fully trained. It's yeah, it's, it's awesome. pretty cool. I think the only thing I haven't been successful on is well, there's been some weird things like the classic when the classic paragraph pops up for no reason. Um, but uh, I think the hardest thing to teach people is the short or the shortcuts, which they don't really need. So you know, it works out. Wow. So what, could you guys could you guys define what a block library is versus just the block? You can. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. No. <laughs> uh, let me look it up on my face real fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so uh, I mean, I'll, I'll take a quick stab at this. I mean, uh, WordPress ships with a default set of blocks, right? So you have things like paragraph, heading, image, uh, all the O embeds, those are already blocks. And so th- those are just the standard blocks that, that come installed with, uh, with the default WordPress. And so I think what we're talking about today is blocks you can add to that, that default set. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so, so this is actually going to be a directory. Think of like the plugin repository. Like when you go into the dashboard, you want to add a new plugin, add new, you search through plugin. It's going to be like that for blocks, man. Like, you know, you want to do this for a block, you're going to hit install and it's going to come over. And the way that I've heard this compared to things is that the block directory is going to be what the plugin directory should have been like. You know, there's going to be a lot more stricter guidelines about what can add and what you can put links where. It's going to be a better user interface instead of just having app on the side of every setting screen or something, you know. And, and, and just to clarify, that may be coming, but that's not how it is right now, right? And so sure. if, you need, if you do want to add a new block library, you're still going to be adding a plugin at this point. Sure. Correct. But there are some really great ones out there. Um, and uh, Cosper, you were talking about what your. I have my favorite, or I don't even know if it's a favorite because I haven't used all of them yet. Because you know, you just if you just get one call to action block, your life has changed so much that you feel so much loyalty to that call to action block. No, um, <laughs> but Cosper, you want to? You were wanting to talk about it, so I won't. Yeah, um, team. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I've I've actually found that uh, some of the blocks from uh, sort of brilliant, and I'll make sure that that makes it into the show notes. Uh, love the name. Um, they have a, a bunch of really great blocks. Um, they have um, 
ones that basically uh, help you make lists. Uh, even though there is a list plugin in there, uh, there's an even easier, lazier way to make lists. Um, uh, there's one called Fancy Links uh, that I really love, uh, where you when you put a link in, it actually kind of has like a screenshot of and and like an excerpt of the website uh, included. So you can actually have like a, like a big, a bigger call to action in the middle of a blog post, uh, kind of, if you've ever looked at the old, uh, I want to say Gawker, but it's now Gizmodo media group sites, uh, where they'll be talking about a previous article. And then like in the middle of the article, they'll have a link to, um, this like secondary article and they'll show you a little excerpt from it and et cetera. Um, I, I really, uh, you know, think that that one's great. Uh, but he's, I like really... Dapper top. So, so they've got one called Dapper desktop. And what it does is it takes your image and it creates different desktop sizes. So it creates downloads. So like I have a graffiti website called boxcar envy, where I'm uploading images of these tags on these trains wanting to make these downloadable wallpapers but i didn't want to size them in photoshop the whole thing you install this plugin there's a blog you upload the image and then it does the rest of it for you you just upload the image and hit save and then on the back end it creates all the sizes for you and it makes a download link and it does everything dude Dapper wow desktop. that is really cool dude uh, yeah that's amazing there's another one I really like called Altered Reality, which effectively lets Ooh. you apply uh, Instagram filters to any photos that you upload. So you want to do uh, a few. There's Dapper Desktop. Jason's showing it right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, Altered Reality effectively allows you to um, and then, kind and, of. And then go to the front end, man. Oh, yeah. Alter. What, what are we doing? This is boring. Uh. Right. This is yeah. Boring. This is boring. So, altered, altered reality. <laughs> altered reality didn't have. Like, let's watch Jason scroll. Yeah. Well, I was trying to find the what no, it was doing. Fine. Fine. So I'm just so giving you a hard time. So it's sort of brilliant. Each of these pieces that you install is a separate plugin. Is that correct? Correct. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So like altered reality, block shots, um, lazy list, those are all separate plugins. So each each one that you want, you have to install. Oh wow. Yeah. That's intense. And, and it's an important and, and, function. It's actually oh sorry, go ahead, Russ. The one thing that I know talks a lot about is like PDFs and making things downloadable and like you know, white paper and stuff for clients. And card catalog is a plugin that it all the PDFs in, in like a minimal way, but like you can show 20 PDFs on a page, like an icon and make them downloadable. And, and like, it, it's really easy to do. Like they're really, these blocks are really solving kind of problems that Nick himself had, you know? That's rad. The thing I like about this is instead of having, and I, I feel like I know where Steve's going, instead of having a single plugin yep. where you're installing uh, it's it's kind of a kitchen sink plugin. Think of uh, Jetpack for WordPress blocks. Instead of installing uh, a plugin that has twenty or you know thirty different blocks just to get one or two, you can install an individual plugin and just get the one block you need. That's exactly uh, and right. I really appreciate. Yeah, I really appreciate that he's broken things out like that. Yeah, because a, a, a library like Atomic Blocks, you you have to install. It's all or nothing, right? So you, you install the entire library, and if you just want one block, you now have all this overhead 
uh, as a result. It's Which, really not that much overhead. You can uh, find new things that way, and that is so right. much more empowering to the client. I, I, to, I totally get I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's a different approach, right? And so, well, well, here's the real question. What does the plugin directory on an install that has a bunch of these individual block plugins installed? Like, what does that that starts to get cray, right? It, it can you get, have, yeah. It can get cray, those, as, as the kids say these days. You have to update each of those separately. I would yeah. imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah probably, you that's, would. that's a lot of work. I don't know. I don't, that's a lot. Yeah. Of but, 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 popping up in my, in my feed. But the way that he's doing it, like he, he, not him himself, like he has different developers that, that he's reaching out to. So, you know, like they're kind of maintaining it. So now he's kind of like managing the building of these, if you will. Really more like a, so there's a, there's, a there's a similar, there's a similar project you might want to look at called Gutenberg Hub. Um, yeah. And so Gut- Gutenberg Hub is, is another place where it's a collection of other people's blocks um, and, and they're sort of abstracted so, and they're, they're organized by, the things that they do, right? And so if you browse the templates in, in, in the uh, Gutenberg Hub, you can look at all the hero blocks, the testimonial blocks, the team blocks. And so they're organizing a whole bunch of block libraries into, into one directory uh, for you. But, you know, um, unlike um, uh, Sort of Brilliant, uh, you know, what they're doing is they might point you to uh, co-blocks or atomic blocks for, for one block, but you're, in t- you're installing an entire library. So what they're doing is, is creating sort of a, a guide uh, for some of the blocks that are being developed. Right. But that, the, the, I, I still think that the, um, I like the one and done approach because my whole goal here is not building sites that I have to get uh, pinged on for every time a customer or a client wants to be like, oh, I want to add, you know, so, this thing now. And now they're like, oh, I have to call you. Like this, the whole so, point is to keep me out of that they're writing a post and they want to, you know, do a certain type of column and now they need to call me again. Like, Oh my totally. God. Look so let's talk them. about, so, so let's, so let's talk about atomic blocks. Let's shift gears here and, and talk about your favorite library. Well, I mean, it was my favorite library, honestly, because it was one of the, the first ones I came to incidentally uh-huh. recently bought by WP engine. Got it. So, you know, but I, I honestly, the call to action block is all, call to action block. They also have advanced columns and advanced containers, so you can do sizing and margins and 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 uh, yep. adding on things. So it really gives you like, honestly, it feels like old school CSS and HTML in there, which is weird because I feel like we're going backwards with static sites and you know inline yeah. adding, but. I don't know. Like that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants the ability to make a column and maybe they want to make a column that's a quarter and three quarters, or maybe they want to make a column that you know, is a quarter, half I'm just, two quarters. Like, whoa. And like, so, and so, and I'm so just so is, glad that we're getting away from short codes and that's the, okay. Now you need a short code for, now you need a short code for this column, no, that neither. column, like this is just so much easier. And so yeah. this this is one of the issues you can you can run into, right? You you if you have a couple of different lock, block libraries, so you, you're pulling some from one and some from the other, you're going to get some crossover, right? And so one right. of the other one of the next ones I was going to mention was one called Advanced Gutenberg Blocks, right? And yeah. and that's that that's a good one. Uh, it's one that I've used recently, but it has some crossover with Atomic Blocks, right? And so you end up with multiple blocks that That's do, be awful. duplicate functionality, right? You end up with multiple ways, you end up with multiple ways to make columns and, and grids and things like that. Which is going to be its own set of confusingness for a client. So I don't think you can have on a client site 
honestly more than one of these because even now Atomic Clock and Gutenberg have overlap features. They do. Columns on Gutenberg, yeah. you know, Gutenberg Classic, let's call it, just to keep making things up. And then they have like a divider on Gutenberg Regular Classic, whatever. And on Atomic Blocks, they have a spacer that becomes, you know, a divider. And that can be really confusing, I think, also for clients. So, 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 so since we're talking about other block libraries, I want to get as many in as we can. Uh, one of the other ones that I use is um, it's from Brainstorm Force, which is uh, Ultimate Add-ons for Gutenberg. Yeah, right. uh, they make a, another plugin called Ultimate Add-ons for Beaver Builder, uh, which is, which is decent. Um, this is a free uh, this is a free library that you can download um, uh, from the the uh, WordPress plugin repo. Um, uh, but they that's that's a good product and a decent amount of uh, of blocks that you get with that one. We got a we got a question in the chat. JD asks, can you turn part Great. of the block library off? It depends on the block library. So with advanced Gutenberg blocks, yes, it's like Jetpack. You can pick and choose which blocks you want to show. Um, that's not true of some of the others. I, I don't know the specifics, but I do, I do know that one. Let's ask the internet. <laughs> um, I don't actually know the answer to this. The, the, the last one I want to mention is sort of a, a, a block library and a page builder all in one. And, and so I'm, I'm still, I, I can't vouch for this one because I'm still getting used to it, but it's called Coblocks. Yeah. Right. And so Coblocks has a lot of interesting things they're doing, but with Coblocks, it, it, it feels to me like it's more like a page builder. And so you sort of need to use the me entire too. system. Um, it's, so you, you, you're not getting individual blocks. Uh, you don't, you don't, you, you can't just sort of, uh, break those out uh, and use it with your own system. I don't know if that's true. It's what it seems like to me. That's what it seems like to me too. Like, like it's a, it's a new imagining of what the page builder experience would be like with blocks. Yep. See, and, and that there's the interesting thing because they've gone off and built their own thing. And now uh, we have um, the WordPress core team working on Gutenberg has mm-hmm. uh, added uh, block patterns which will right. allow, okay. yeah, and, and they look really interesting. They'll allow people to effectively uh, make um, layouts, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like they'll make layouts, have, have that available for people um, and, and kind of make something like Coblocks a little less necessary. Uh, it's almost like uh, the move from, uh, Beaver Builder to Gutenberg, even though Beaver Builder is its own thing and still has, you know, a lot of use, um, it, it, they're kind of Watsoning them a little bit. It's essentially replacing Beaver Themer, right? So, oh, really? I think that in order to, well, first of all, I think what's happening is we're in the middle phase, between, you know, and we are we are statedly in the middle phase of the Gutenberg development timeline. But I think what that really means is everyone's developing a bunch of solutions right now that are probably going to get a little more uh, going to be uh, obsolete in a year or two. Um, right. Simply because that's the direction Gutenberg is going in. But we still need solutions for sites. You can't build, you know, a site right now with something that's coming in the future. Um, so you know, we still have to use those things, but I definitely think there's a lot of stuff that's going to be re- have redundancy with what's coming. Um, I'm powering well, everything at the plaza. I like, like we're building our own stuff for Gutenberg and I'm using ACF for that, you know, advanced custom fields. Yes. The yeah. way. 
yeah. that, that they're letting you build your own blocks. And, you know, these aren't things that I'm distributing this, a, a plugin that I want to have. This is something that I want to do and, and kind of like sort of brilliant. I have this idea for a block. Let me put it together and, you know, I can do it with ACF. And that's kind of where I'm approaching this as of right now. That's kind of that old school developer in me, you know, that might be my actually drug to this. I'm really happy you mentioned that one, Russ. I forgot about that one. We've used that as well. That ACF block builder is amazing. Yeah. Not only that, like they just show you how to register things and like they already have the code. You just copy paste and drop your stuff in there and it's spun up, you know, like it, it's, it's, if you don't want to learn the way to build these blocks, however, whatever, like ACF is just always an answer. <laughs> yeah. The only, the, the only thing I've run into it, we've used it and we've used it extensively. The only thing I've, I've a problem I've run into it is if you have a lot of customization in your block, if there's a lot of fields, it can get yeah. slow. So it, it is. It is. It is resource intensive. ACF yeah. slow. I know. <laughs> and, and we use it. And we use it on everything. We love ACF, but yes, it can get yeah. slow. You have to use it sparingly. Yeah. I also, I think ACF can be um, uh, dangerous. One of those dangerous, too many, too much power tools for um, kind of your average client because they're going to start making custom stuff for everything that they probably don't have to make custom stuff for. Um, so that can, I think that's something if you're building a site for someone, as opposed to someone who's building their own site and, you know, maybe more on the not super technical side. Yeah. Cause it's just, you can get carried away really quickly and then, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Like, like the energizer bunny. Yeah, you're like, I'm doing all the things, and then all of a sudden you have this giant tangle of stuff. Right, and- all of a sudden you're beating the drum, and, and Mark, I, I don't know I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, I did think that one of the things that, uh, and, and I don't know, maybe um, this is happening with some of the stuff, uh, but in order to really have this these full block templates happen, I think you're going to be need to be able to lock blocks. Lock blocks. Lock blocks. Like, so you can, you know, lock them so that... Say that that five times fast. Lock, lock, lock. Well, it's not. Um, I could. They could. Um, But, so I don't know. the computer screen on your head nonetheless. Do any of the ones that y'all have worked with yet have that capability where you're not able to, you know, or are you using it that way where you're, you know, maybe putting a a header on every page a certain way or something like that where you lock the block so it can't be moved or deleted? No, I haven't done that yet. Okay. I know that- the Beaver Builder that you can do that, where you right. can lock the areas and then use roles as a way of kind of controlling that. So Yeah, you can do yeah. that way in Divi too. So those still have the advantage in terms of the, the builder that the – that's one of the reasons that um, – uh, Gutenberg is not ready yet for that level. Like even if you just had a blank theme that you could just throw headers and footers up on every page, it's not quite ready for that because – then you have a client who's in there deleting their header on their page. And then they're like, you know, that's a new kind of headless WordPress. <laughs> so it looks like, it looks like someone has built a, a block permissions uh, plugin called block permissions, you know, check that out. Why did they so, call it block block? Like what the block heck? Block? They probably couldn't right get there. the rights to the naming in Russia. So they were just like, guys, give it up. <laughs> but but they they got the slug block dash permissions, which is pretty good. So you know at least at least they locked that down. Is it based on roles? I haven't I haven't looked into that. I was just wondering. Yeah, it says it it says it uses roles to do it. That is great because then you could have 
Um, you know, because if you have people who are writing blogs uh, and I actually have been using roles more and more in, um, on, on client sites, especially for bigger client sites, there's a lot of contracting for writing and stuff. Um, and, uh, it would be really great to not give just someone with an editor or a contributor the power to like really go to town because then they end up messing with the style and then they've designed a whole like custom look of a page that's, you know, not supposed to be a page. It's just supposed to be a simple post and it's got like, you know, a cover photo on it and like all this stuff that I think is really important because again, even with blocks, this is a lot more powerful, even though it's simple and it's, it's great, but it also for the client, I think it just needs to be simple, which is why having multiple block libraries installed, that doesn't make it simpler. That just makes it confusing. So there's, yeah. there's one more block library that I wanted to uh, mention. Uh, it's called Cubely. Cubely? I don't know if anyone has played with Cubely. Let me find how to spell that. I've never uh, heard of Cubely. Yeah, Cubely's a, Cubely's a newer one. And uh, Cubely is kind of a page builder and a block library all in one. And so the blocks themselves, uh, I mean, you, there's a fair amount of blocks that you find in the other libraries, but the blocks themselves, when you click on them, the customization features are extensive. Right. And so um, um, fonts, colors, um, uh, padding, margin, all that stuff is in there. So the kinds of things that you've seen in the page builder are sort of built into the block itself. Um, and so it's an interesting uh, take on, on blocks. So when you guys are building, when you guys are building a site using, um, say, one or more of these libraries, are, are you having to kind of determine, like, I'm going to use this header block from this one a certain in a certain place and then in other site parts of the site i'm going to use this text block for like how are you kind of managing what to, for consistency's sake because i always seem like I, i'm looking through all these blocks i do have one site that uses them and it seems like there's just with all the libraries they're all duplicate of one another and it kind of goes back to jd's question of can you disable some of these it's like you need to kind of find the ones that are going to work best for you Here's the limitation. And I'm speaking purely from a developer uh, standpoint. Right? The limitation is what the what uh, what the block spits out on the front end of the website, and so it's not right. it's not easy to customize because the way Gutenberg works is you fill out your information and it then writes it to the database, and it's kind of set at that point, right? And so um, what whatever the block writes is what it writes, and so um, in in saying that, my my short answer to your question, and this might not be everybody else's answer is we're actually writing our own. And so we're creating our own blocks uh, uh, based on the needs of whatever site we're building. See, I I think that would obviously be ideal because then you don't have a bunch of random stuff coming in. Right. So even with atomic blocks, the, if the style of the images on a certain site are, you know, all of the images have a white border or, you know, there's no overlay, which by the way, has accessibility issues like cover overlay pictures, but then the clients in there and they're like, Oh, I'm going to do this overlay. Although I guess cover is kind of a basic block anyway, but anyway, they go in there and they're adding stuff and it can actually, you know, not align with the style of the site and depending on how important that is. Like, I mean, I think that type of thing is important from a branding a marketing, a, uh, a visual perspective, um, then it just becomes kind of a free for all. And that 
you know, especially if you're on a more professional site where that's like, like the stuff that Steve builds, you know, as opposed to the Yahoo's I work with. Um. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing, the one thing I wanted, I also wanted to mention is if you're thinking about creating your own blocks and you're used to creating WordPress themes in PHP and CSS, it's not that Uh, blocks are done to react. Um, And so it's a whole different mindset. It's a whole different, it's a whole different language. Um, And so it's not, um, it's not for the faint of heart. It's like like somebody told us once a long time ago to learn JavaScript. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Except for he didn't tell us to learn React deeply. Everyone would have like had a fit. (laughs) Everybody would have reacted differently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's not impossible, but it is, if, again, if you're, if you come from the PHP world, it's not, it, it's not one-to-one. I mean, that's why if you're not a, like, if you're not building custom, custom, and by the way, getting paid for the custom, custom, cause Steve gets paid for the custom, custom, like hardcore, right. Right? like that's, you should be using an interim solution like ACF or using a block library like atomic blocks, because you know, let them do the updates. Let's do all that stuff. Like Steve's going to, you know, keep those blocks updated and at their best code and ACF will, you know, basically keep that stuff updated. Atomic blocks, the blocks are going to get updated as stuff happens. But if you're spinning up your own blocks and just letting them loose on the site, it's basically like back in the day when everyone was just spinning up plugins that never got updated and weren't in alignment with the, the, the core code anymore, as, especially since we're moving to, much quicker updates in theory always. Right. So I think that's just something to be wary of. Again, this is, they're really powerful tools, but you need to modulate the, what you're using in accordance with how much, how much you're getting paid really. And how much you're, how much work you need to do on it and how much the client should have, how much power the client should have. Well, that, that wraps it up today. Thanks, Say, for you actually wrapped it up very nicely. So thank you very much for doing that, Say. I want to say thank you very much for all of you for watching us. Go over to our website over at wpwatercore.com, and um, you can find all the information over there. If you want to subscribe, wpwatercore.com slash subscribe. And if you want to join us on the show, you can go to wpwatercore.com slash join us. Talk to you all later. You have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.